We got one more week left. That is right, one more week left of the regular season for the NHL, at least for the Arizona Coyotes. One more week until we can just take a deep breath, take it easy. But for, first, we got five more games left, including a game today. Arizona Coyotes and the Washington Capitals. We're going to break this one down on today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Carl Pavlik right beside me. On today's episode of Lockdown Coyotes, we want to thank everyone for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It is a game day here in Arizona. The Arizona Coyotes face the Washington Capitals. It is game number is it 78. I believe so. Game number 78. Uh, it is home yeah. game number 39, which means after this, two more home games left at Gila River Arena. What a time. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're having me do math right away. Uh, I do not appreciate this. Uh, but the season is rapidly coming to an end. Uh, I was looking at, you know, kind of – everything in preparing for this game. The last time that the Coyotes played the Washington Capitals was October. So that was like the start of the year. I think it was their seventh game in and like they've come a long way, but also not uh, because injuries have put them right back where they started. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an amazing thought to think about as the last time they played each other and that, when the Coyotes were on a uh, insane losing streak to start the year, and now they're on an insane losing streak to end the year, it's yeah they they you know the Coyotes have uh, had some good stretches of hockey in between somewhat, yeah. but they are at the same state. <laughs> yeah, and. and I- and it's kind of disheartening. Like it was disheartening when I like found that out. I do kind of wonder about the team uh, and like that kind of mentality because you know, like you lose a game in the, to start the season. Like you want to come back and be better. Uh, you always want to like win the next game if you drop a game, especially for a team like the Capitals, where you see them like twice a year. You don't want to get swept. You never want to get swept. Um, and you know, like for a while, I'm sure like some of them players were like, you know what, we are doing good. Like we're going to have that game against Washington to finish it out. Like that'll just be like a sign of how far we've come. And then a bunch of injuries happened and it's just like, well, that plan is derailed. Yeah. You know, injury, like, uh, injuries just suck, man. Uh, yeah. like, you know, when we go to the beginning of the year and they, you know, we do our, you know, you know, what can constitutes a you know good season or a bad season, whatever. We're always told, obviously, you know, don't say stay healthy because, you know, that's that's a cop out to say. In the case for the Coyotes, man, like 
let's be real. You know, they they have not had it like in the last few years. Like they have, they're they're a team that's just been like battered with injuries way too much, and this year is no exception. I believe because from the Bally Sports broadcast a couple nights ago, that they actually said that the you know the Coyotes are the you know the team that has been that has missed the most amount of games this year to injury, and I think it was like what like five hundred combined. Game. Were they number one or number two? Because I, I vaguely remember a graphic. I think they may have been two. Either way, though, it's just been insane. Like, and and you know, it's not just injuries to minor players. Like, uh, I don't want to take anything away from him as a person or as a player, but like the team can go down without Anton Roussel or or Liam O'Brien for like stretches. That's not really gonna have too big of an impact uh, in the locker room, of course, and they definitely have roles. And again, I don't want to take anything away from them. But when you're but, missing Lawson Krause or uh, or Clayton Keller yeah. or even Jake or Jacob Chikorin, like, yeah, those are big role players who are going to make an impact on any given night. <laughs> yeah, that is three quarters of the Coyotes, like top five penalty killers, power play players, like just five on five, like that is like a significant piece. And yes, injuries are kind of a cop out. And, you know, I'm sure if the team played like a very disciplined system game, they could maybe steal a point. Um, but that's just not been, you know, what happens. Like the Coyotes were already a team where they struggle when they give up a goal. Like this has just got to shake any confidence that they have. Although they have started to look much better. So maybe like we are, you know, like they're starting to move beyond that. Uh, yeah. That could definitely happen. Yeah. You know, I think the beginning of this month was also was really bad. Right. You know, in terms of that confidence level and, and trying to battle because of, from injuries, I think we saw that the, at its worst, the game against the Flames just last weekend. Yeah. Um, and the last two games alone, they've fought back, you know, and that's an improvement. Yeah, definitely. And it shows that they are still like engaged. It can be so difficult to just give up on the year. Like, but as we've said from the very beginning, every single player on this team is playing for something and they're going to keep, they're going to keep playing for that, especially because like now there's five games left you don't know what your life is going to be after the, those five games for a lot of these guys. A couple of them are signed past this year. They don't have you know much to worry about. I'm sure they would rather not finish you know on the wrong foot with their head coach. But for the guys who are like pending free agents, like they have a lot to play for. They have a lot to play for. They need to prove that they belong in the NHL. Um, they need to prove that um, that. They still got some. They still got hockey left in them. That they're able to play at the top level, um, and like you said, only five games to do it. Because after this, there's a lot of time off, and some a lot, a lot of teams are going to decide: is this player worth contract money? Because the salary cap, yeah, it's going up, but only by a million. Yeah. Like that's not, not that a much. Lot. Yeah, the the NHL has still been hit hard by uh, that thing that's happening right now. Uh, it is impacting gate 
uh, which is, as we've all been told, a major part of NHL revenue is ticket gates. Um, but like just in general, like don't expect there to be a lot of money going around for for anyone. Like it's not just like that the teams and the sport was hurt. Like all of the owners of the league are you know, millionaires and billionaires because they own other properties, which are also impacted by the pandemic. So yeah, like I think everyone's going to be kind of like tight for the next couple of years and you really need to show that you are worth the money. Absolutely. We'll have to see how that, how that shapes up in the last few games because it's going to be interesting, right? Cause it's only like only five more games left uh, for the coyotes three more home games and i think home games is what's gonna is where you kind of get judged a lot cause, right because you know because obviously you got you got a crowd behind you that's also um another big critic out there yeah yeah uh, and uh the coyotes did just announce their pricing for next year and some people are uh people are going about crazy this. about that people are going crazy about the pricing um right right for kind of rightfully so it is high yeah. don't get me wrong and then but did we not yeah. expect that? Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> as I tweeted out, my microeconomics professor at ASU would say, of course it's high. Your supply just dropped. When your supply goes down, pricing goes up. And let's, let's put it into perspective. How many people were at the at uh, the game against the Blackhawks? Just under 12,000, right? Yeah. That's good. The capacity is less than half that. At ASU's arena. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I do not think it, it's an, it's any big deal. And there has been rumblings that, like, there's going to be pricing set aside for students, which is, you know, a great thing that you should do when you're partnered with a university. Um, and just from my experience working in events, like, there's group ticket sales. There's, there's all kinds of things. There's partnerships that need to be maintained. Uh, so I... I expect you're going to be able to find some cheaper tickets just because yeah but i, I don't think the pricing is that bad no well that's not, but that we can have a, a much fuller discussion about that maybe like early next week or whatever and we have a little more time to kill yeah but you know it's it's a conversation to be had and obviously you said we like we already have some thoughts on it um but anyways we got to get back to the game. We're going to do that in just a little bit. We're going to talk about players that we have to watch out for and a few other things that we are going to, to get to in just a moment. But first, a quick word from Carl. So I have a message from our friends at Bill Bar, and that's, have you tried the Puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best tasting Bill Bars. The Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they're covered in 100% real chocolate. You have all kinds of fan favorite flavors. You got yummy cinnamony churro. You got coconut marshmallow. You got my personal favorite, the banana cream pie. All really good. You're going to find one that you love. Built Bars usually contain about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar, which has 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs, you're going to see that the Built Bar is the better option. What I want you to do is go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you can get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. 
So let's get back to here on Lockdown Coyotes as we preview Arizona Coyotes versus the Washington Capitals. The first of a back-to-back this weekend um, as we reach the final few games at Gila River Arena. Uh, this is the, the third to last, the next, and then second to last tomorrow. It's insane we're getting this close to the end of a long era for the Arizona Coyotes. And yet we're still on the second to last back-to-back. There's one more back-to-back. It feels like the season has been all back-to-backs. Yeah, the, the schedule just has not been kind to the Arizona Coyotes. No, no. Like, uh, Especially it, it the, is... two te- the two teams they have for this one. It's Washington tonight, and then tomorrow night it's St. Louis. <laughs> At least they don't have to travel. Let's let's exactly. just say that. At least it's a home back to back. Home to back to back is all easier. Don't get yeah. I mean, it's obvious, right? Because you get to stay at yeah. your home, your own bed. But still, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's gonna be tough. Uh, I am kind of curious to see what they do with goaltending uh, because I thought Vanelka played extremely well against Chicago. Um, do you put him in for both games? That seems like a bad idea, but Satori has not really inspired a lot of confidence over a full 60 minutes. No, he, I mean, at what point do you still have, have to give him those reps though? Because like, you know, like obviously you're not going to like, you're not going to do well if you're just kind of just bench him. Yeah, like he needs to be played. Uh, he he can add something, and we have seen him string together, you know, a few good stretches. But I mean, I I, I just don't know. Uh, I don't want to throw too much on him because the team in front of him has also not been great. Uh, he did not really sign up to play for the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I am kind of you know wondering what would have happened if he stayed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. That doesn't seem like it would have been a good plan. That's an interesting thought, right? Because, like, I, you know, I had to keep reminding myself the fact that the Coyotes just claimed him off of waivers because of the freaking Europe rule. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely, like, it was an interesting move. Uh, I thought it was a good gamble. Uh, it didn't pay off, and... They needed a goaltender because they got rid of um, uh, 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 Wedgwood in a trade, you know, because they, you know, just just what a rebuilding team does. Uh, yeah. And they didn't want to put any more of a uh, workload on on uh, Prospetov because again, we're talking about that is we don't want to rush that dude. Yeah. Yeah, although, like, I do kind of wonder, since it is the end of the year, like, if it maybe would have been, uh, you're just, you're you're, pl- you're throwing them into the wolves no matter what, because Coyotes have a rough schedule to end the year. I mean, so do the Roadrunners, <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, all right. uh, who is a Washington player you're excited to see? I just want to keep seeing... What what Alex Ovechkin's got under his belt? We were talking oh. before his. We were talking before we started recording. What is he at? Fifty goals now for the he year. Hit he hit fifty, and you know this guy's on the tear. He has only he needs only a little over a hundred more goals to pass the great one. Like, yeah. oh man, 
There was a great quote circling around, uh, like it was a quote tweet from like 2013, and it was someone being asked, "Do you think Alex Ovechkin's ever going to hit 50 goals again?" And they're like, "Absolutely not." And it's like, "Oh, great! He and only he did, did it five so, times after." Oh, more than that, <laughs> more than uh, that. I think it's five. I, I counted, and then oh, he really? came super close twice, like. He had a 49-goal season. He had 48 in a shortened season, I think, last year. Like, dude is on a tear. Like, age means nothing to Ovechkin. I mean, when you have a record in your in your head, like in your sights too, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's, that's motivating, right? You yeah. know, and especially of the fact that Gretzky knows it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's also like... I'm sure for Alex Ovechkin, he sees that record as very easily attainable. And credit to him, he is absolutely correct. That is a very like attainable record. Like if I set like a record to be the best at anything, I'm just gonna say it. That's probably out of my reach. Alex Ovechkin like has the confidence to be like, yeah, I can do this. I could do this super early. Yeah. One of the main reasons why, you know, I just love to, you know, always put this guy, that guy's name out as a player to watch, player to, that excited to see is, is again, just because of, you know, years from now, like, like, you know, we're talking like, you know, well past when he's retired or whatever. We're going to talk about the greatest goal scorer in the National Hockey League. Yeah, that's going to be him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, at this point. Yeah, although I do kind of wonder if he is just the start of another wave of great goaltenders, and we imagine him like the first prestige television show, like the rise of the truly elite goaltending or goal scorers starting with Alex Ovechkin because he seems to have like set a, a trend for players. Let's see if they can like keep up with him just he, he long you revived the uh, the surge of snipers entering into the National Hockey League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't want an Alex Ovechkin on their team? Let's be real. I, everyone wants at least, like, you know, an, an Alex Ovechkin, a, goal, a true goal scorer. Yeah. yeah. Heck, uh, it's, it's one of the things that the Coyotes have been missing for the entirety of their existence. They... Like a fifty goal scorer in twenty twenty two, like we were happy with Clayton Keller, uh, getting close to. What do you finally finish at? Was it twenty eight? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, or no? Do you get thirty? Uh, either way, like the Coyotes have yet to have like that kind of like offensive powerhouse. He is almost single handedly like keep propping up the you know, Capitals offense, like the drop from him to the next players down is 26 goals. Jesus. That's ridiculous. That's a whole other player. Like if you're the Coyotes and you had just a 26 goal scorer, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, let's also be real too, though. You know, like every, every team wants, you know, a, a goal scorer or like a, you know, a playmaker, someone who gets just like, you know, who racks up the points. But if it's just that person, you know, yeah. 
Um, you know, you look at Ovechkin. I mean, he's just, I mean, yeah, you got the rest of Washington. They pretty well contributed team. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about Edmonton as an example because you're talking just two players who would make a big impact and that's it. Sure. And and, and I will say this. Uh, it doesn't really matter for this game because they are like far and away the better team compared to the Coyotes. Oh, yeah. like, no, easily. I, I, I don't think that the Capitals are like cup favorites or anything this year. Like I think they have pretty like suspect goaltending. Let's start there. Uh, their two guys are, are relatively untested. Uh, and yeah, if you can shut down Ovechkin, uh, and, and probably Wilson. You should probably shut down Tom Wilson too in the in the playoffs. You know, tell like what he's gonna do. Like that, like seems like a team that can be beaten. Uh, but none of that matters against the Coyotes because the Coyotes cannot do any of those things. They cannot like blow up this team and like take advantage of weak goaltending. They cannot shut down Ovechkin in a serious way. I I, I don't think they can at least. No, uh, unless Karelove Melka comes out with these like acrobatic saves that is regular tonight. Yeah. It's just gonna be it's just gonna be weird too too much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, this is just a, it's um, you know, it's not an S tier team, but it's a high up one, and I think they're just going to use the Coyotes as a warm up match. And it's the Coyotes are in a back to back, so they're in a back to back, and I'm pretty sure that you know they want to at least try to have the closer to the end games more exciting, more you know. Let's let's try to re- get happy times. Yeah, I don't know. As much as they I'll, can, <laughs> yeah. they they need someone. They need a Keith Yandel to tell them that they can't lose on bobblehead night because there is going to be the the Jacob Chikrin Thor bobblehead giveaway for tonight's game. Uh, if they can get that, if they can get that kind of room guy, you know that'd be great. I mean, from what I know. And this should help the Coyotes in some ways. Is tonight's game and tomorrow's game, the these two back to back games, are pretty high in ticket sales already. So, um, expect a good crowd. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. we're talking about the final three games of the Coyotes in Glendale. Yeah, people are people are going to come out. Might as well give them a good show. Yes, yeah, and especially because. You know, it's much. It will be much harder in the next three years because less, you know, less supply, as we talked about earlier. As we talked about, less supply. My microeconomics professor uh, is probably happy that I somewhat paid attention in her class. That's just basic economics, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can get into why it's microeconomics off uh, off mic uh, because sure. we are talking about the the levels, but yeah, well, you know what I mean. You, you yeah. know what I mean. Anyways, um, we still got more to get to. We are running like we are we uh, we're running out of time pretty quickly. We got to get more to uh, this episode. We're going to get to our bet online picks of the game in just a little bit. And speaking of bet online, I want to tell you guys about betonline.net. It is your number one source. For all your betting stats and sports info, find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, and start the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting and playoffs. 
to esports and more. Head to the website today, use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, now let's go to our bet online picks of the game because it is time for bets. Because you know, we love our bets here on Lockdown Coyotes. Um, yeah, we both were far off on the uh, over under on the last game. I mean, we both wait. No, we we both were completely wrong because we even said Coyotes were covered. Yeah. Um, we were wrong with the last game uh, on every single count. Uh, the game was definitely a lot more like close to what the uh, the odds were saying. I don't know why we thought that they were like going to deviate some, but what are the odds for today's? Odds for today, Washington Capitals point and a half favorites. Money line set at minus 367, so pretty heavy favorite. And total points at six even. I mean, I can't say I'm shocked uh, at all. Like the the conversation we've just had uh, would lead me to suspect a very heavily favored uh, Washington Capitals yeah. team. Here's an interesting thing that I'm realizing, and that I'm just realizing it, but I want to you know bring this to bring this to everybody else's attention. Notice the total points this month. You know, all season long, for most of the season, it was pretty regular: five and a half, five and a half, five and a half. This last month. It's almost as if they, they, they could tell that the Coyotes were battered. So they put the total points at six to six and a half. Yeah. I mean, let's be fair. The Coyotes have definitely been giving up a lot of goals lately. So yeah. it's a fair assumption to make. It is a fair uh, assumption. And uh, I mean, I'm going 4-1 Washington for this one. 4-1 Washington. So yeah. you're going to have under and take the points for for Washington. I am going to be with you partially on that. And I'm saying okay. take the points for Washington, but this one is going over. Sure. 5-2 Washington. Uh, something that I forgot to bring up during the podcast. We do have uh, – two somewhat recent uh, examples of what this game could be because the Capitals last week played two of the worst teams in the NHL. They beat the Philadelphia Flyers 9-2. They beat the Montreal Canadiens 8-4. So uh, like that should say, like maybe take the over. Uh, I like the play of Vimelka against Chicago. Like I think that Chicago and, you know, Washington have somewhat similar kind of offensive threats where you are focusing on one player, Alex Brinkett, Alex Ovechkin, but you got a couple of dangerous weapons uh, as well. So I, I expect it's going to be a little bit tighter, but you know, Washington is Washington and they can absolutely destroy a weaker team. Yeah. That, so let's not be surprised if it goes either way on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, but I, I I don't know. Like this Coyotes, like you know, their their fight, their their willingness to keep going to the end. Like I do not want to discount it, and I do you know, there's a reason we are always talking about like teams playing spoiler or like you know trap games, like all of this, like hockey 
like language is designed to warn us against underestimating teams like the Coyotes. Well, yeah, because you know, hockey is that sport. Like, obviously, it's a saying in every sport. You know, it's not over until it's over. Um, you know, it's uh, it's any man's game at any and you know on any given day. You know, any any kind of saying like that. You know, it's you know it's regular in any sport, but you know in hockey, it's the most like like I feel like I use that more often when I'm talking about a hockey game than any any other sport. Yeah, um, just because <laughs> the skill is this because you know skill level was pretty darn evenly matched. Because guess what? Less salary cap. That's one. Yeah, and then two. Yeah. Um, that's just a I I think it's just the adrenaline from the game. You know, it's just so much to it. There's so freaking fast that you know you can miss a, a single damn beat and you're already half you know fifteen steps behind. Yeah, and and just like in general, like the the nature of the game is as such that like you know we saw it against the Chicago Blackhawks. A puck goes off of Nick Schmaltz's skate and into the back of the net. If they had hit in like any kind of like different angle or different speed or, or just like missed his like skate entirely, like that's not a goal. Like, but the margin of error is just so like massive, like something, anything could happen. And you really have no way of saying, uh, which is definitely one of those things where like, you know, I'm always hesitant to be like, Hey, yeah. The Washington Capitals, they had these two games against teams that are at the same level as the Coyotes, so expect them to have that same thing because that's just not the way hockey is. That's how it should be. Like, you know, predictably, like the Washington Capitals are going to easily win this one, but hockey's dumb, so got to account for the dumb. That's why I like like this sport, though, because, you know, I can go, you know, I can point to any other sport. I'm not going to call out any other sports, um, like, directly. But, you know, I've had moments when I'm just like, come on, this, this game is predictable. You know this team is going to win. Yeah. You really got to jazz them up. Like, jazz up all the other sports. Yeah. I wonder how to do that. Salary cap, maybe. <laughs> or, for my fellow Futurama fans, just uh, switch baseball to Blurens Ball. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're out of time on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. Let's kind of wrap things up real quick. Once again, your score was 4-1, and I said 5-2. So same margin, just essentially yours essentially goes under the six-point total. Mine goes over. Mm -hmm. Um, Although you could say, no, don't. just It's going to go six exactly, and you get your money back either way. But yeah. Anyways. That's it for today's episode. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you get to ready. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube. As a reminder, everyone, we are we are going to be having a uh, you know a live show on Saturday. Carl and I are going to be at Gila River Arena for the penultimate Gila River Arena game, mm-hmm. which is going to be an exciting time. Um, that. Uh, there it's going to be a you know it's going to i feel like it's going to be a good crowd going to be a a good broadcast yep yep should be a lot of fun but anyways also don't forget to interact with us on social media we're on facebook facebook.com slash lockdown coyotes 
on Instagram at Lockdown Coyotes and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock FFH. Interact with us, ask us a question, we might answer right back, or on a future episode of the Lockdown Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.